0: Hello, I'm Jonathan Bowman-Perks, and welcome back to my favourite time of the week. And as part of the Inspiring Leadership series, I'm here with James Knight MC, which stands for Military Cross, one of the highest awards for bravery, um, a couple of levels below the Victoria Cross. So James was on attachment with the army, um, and he was uh, in a platoon when his warrior got stuck in a ditch and pinned down, which meant the enemy in Iraq where he was fighting started to close in on them and try and kill people. For some eight hours, James and his platoon held the cordon, James kept them all together, but he says the award, very modestly, was for the platoon, not just for him, because the soldiers in it fought together well and held off rocket attacks and machine gun attacks and all sorts against them for some eight hours during the day and night until they got the vehicle rescued and they could all get out of the situation. So, uh, one hell of a story. James now is uh, working for St. James's Place as a financial advisor, having had some 16 years in the Royal Marines. I just want to talk to James about, about leadership. So James, welcome. Thanks Great, you great having you here. Uh, you, we, We've had a good chat already and you were talking about um, Inspiring leadership, and while there's many stories of what you've done, you were very good in telling me some stories about one of the raw marines, one of the more um, like a private soldier, and and what he did. Do you want to just share the story with uh, the audience?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there was um, the, the, there's one uh, example of extraordinary leadership that sticks out for me, um, and it was a time when we were conducting operations in and around the Aegean Sea, uh, and it was to sort of counter refugees, but also to rescue refugees from capsized boats when there was the sort of crisis happening between yep. North Africa and uh, and the Greek Isles. Um, and there's one particular example of leadership that I want to sort of single out and without naming anyone or naming the organizations involved, but within a small team of raw marines, this young corporal, uh, he, he was on board a ship uh, that had a number of different cap badges, organizations on it. Um, And they were asked to do some stuff that went well beyond their terms of reference and well beyond the terms of reference of anybody anybody on that ship. Um, And what that meant was when it came round to do the difficult task of extracting dead bodies from the ocean, um, he was the only one, uh, him and his team that actually stuck their hand up and volunteered to do this. Um, And although his team and the other teams on board the ship didn't know each other, uh, it became quickly apparent that he was the sort of natural leader on board this ship Uh, He kind of led the way in reporting back uh, to the United Kingdom for what they were doing on board the ship. But repeatedly throughout the duration of their operational tour he was going above and beyond what was asked of him uh, to do the jobs that actually no one else was volunteering to do and he led his team to do that. Um, and that gained him a huge amount of respect on board the ship. Brilliant story. And, and, and so, how would you apply that to people who are in, you know, executives and business mm. with the people they've got working for them? What, what's the key message for, for you that you learned from that time? Yeah, so he, he went on board that ship and he was he's a quiet, modest man, uh, an exceptional corporal. Um, and he went about his way very quietly, but it became apparent that he was prepared to go that bit further than what was required of him. Yeah. Uh, and it was because he was prepared to do the jobs that weren't being asked of him, that weren't needed of him, uh, that no one else would do. Yeah. Um, he just naturally rose to the top. Brilliant.
0: And then um, we're always very interested in, um, we're all very human. I mean, you've had a phenomenal career and a lot of successes, but also you were humble enough. And that's the thing that struck me as I've talked with you. I, I have been warm to your humility, um, is that um, there's also times we get it wrong. So. so
1: You you had a story you were sharing with me when you actually got it wrong. Do you want to share it with everybody what it was? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, uh, I shared with you one story, but there are many, of course. Um, But I think it's when I first became a troop commander uh, and it was on exchange with the army. And uh, I was overly ready to strip out any authority that I had uh, in an attempt to effectively win over the affections of the men I commanded. Um, as a consequence, it kind of worked initially, but then it kind, of, it kind of meant I lacked the authority I required in certain more high pressure situations. And so without giving the men I commanded any boundaries or limitations, I had eroded my own authority um, because I thought it was better to be close friends with these people and I thought that's what they wanted, but actually what they needed was this authoritative figure that gave them sort of guidelines. Uh, years later, when I became a company commander, Uh, I saw similar traits in my troop commanders, and I completely empathised with them and what they were doing. Um, And we spoke about it at length, I don't think it's something you can readily stop, and when I turned my back on it, it continued, and you know, you accept that, Um, and I guess that's for them to learn themselves and understand how they can erode their own authority by just doing some simple things wrong. Uh,
0: And it was nice, uh, you talk about how you and your wife, with your three young children, that they need boundaries too you know I mean we all we all need boundaries if there aren't boundaries people will abuse it or, or even they just feel a bit lost don't they which leads me on I was going to end just with in the last minute or two with a couple of top tips you were talking about um, this idea of uh,
1: being empowerment how much you empower do you want to say a bit more about that you know, yeah, top tip there? Um, so I've always felt that we can sort of extract more out of the people we employ um, and I've always looked to sort of strike that balance in terms of finding out who are the people that like to work with a high degree of autonomy and those that perhaps don't like a high degree of autonomy as well. Um, but I have found when we've achieved the best results, it's because I've been hands-off. So they've had less from me uh, and we've heard more from them. And so my sort of top tip, if you like, is to really let go of people. Uh, and one, one of my old CEOs said to me, let go to the point where it starts to feel uncomfortable and that's when you know you're getting it right. That's yes. stuck with me. Brilliant advice. <laughs> <laughs> James, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure Thanks meeting much. you. You are a very uh, humble,
0: but yet yeah, inspiring man. And um, I wish you every success in St. James's Place. And, uh, and also you're, you're speaking about inspired leadership uh, in various businesses around London. So thank you. So now you've heard from one of the inspiring leaders that I've interviewed. What are you going to do next? If you want to get some more free material, go to my website, jonathanperks.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Jonathan Bowman Perks, And there you can get access to my books, uh, Inspiring Leadership and Top Tips for Inspiring Leaders. But if you want to actually do something about being a leader and constantly improving your game, raising your performance, get in touch with me about coaching you or one of your team that you want to raise the game for them. It's got to be people who want to be good to great, not people who you're trying to fire. And if you're looking for a motivational speaker, get in touch, or if you want me to work with your team coach, I would be delighted to help you.